real chills. Real scary. Real silly. Real stories. Welcome to Real Chills. Uh, we have another shiver for you. Yeah, yeah. Love the shivers. They're so fun. And mm-hmm. how are you, Alyssa? How are you feeling? I'm good. I'm good because when you're hearing this, uh, we're taking, <laughs> we're recording this ahead of time so we can take a week off. So I'm doing yeah. great for the holiday. Feeling good. Not recording <laughs> during this week <laughs> at all. <laughs> It'll be good. Um, but yeah, uh, I think I had a good holiday, so we'll find out. Oh, I know I had a good holiday for sure. <laughs> I'm excited because, um, I mean, we're, we probably shouldn't get into this too much, but I'll just say that my sister's mother and father-in-law are going to be here. They they have been quarantining. Oh, nice. I'm just excited because his dad loves karaoke. So <laughs> I think I have a buddy. I'm going to, I'm definitely going to be karaoke in all week. That's excellent. I'm so pumped for you. Yes. It's going to be so good. I have the week between the Christmas holiday and New Year's off, and I'm sure I'm elbows deep in building some crazy lizard tanks. That's Ooh. like my thing. So yeah, I'm really excited. Awesome. I have some plans. So yeah. Nice. Yeah. Big plans for the holiday and for 2021. Oh yeah. I'm relieved this year is about to be over. I'm <laughs> very glad, honestly. Yeah, me too. I do think that it kind of forced me to slow down, which might have been a good thing, but maybe too much. Could have taken a little less slowing down, I guess. Yeah, same. It was one of those things. I mean, we've talked about this on the podcast a little bit before, but like we had comedy goals that you and I were doing in addition to the podcast. Yeah. And uh, obviously the pandemic made us shift those goals and I wasn't too hard on myself about it. I was very kind and I used it as a time to rest, but I think that I need to to actually try right. for 2021. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, it's time, unfortunately. Yeah. I'm like freaked out because we do stand up and I've been trying to write stand up. It's been going okay, but I feel like we're going to go back and everyone's going to have a new half hour and I'm just going to be like, so <laughs> how's everyone feeling tonight? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think that could definitely be like something that comes up, but I'm also interested to see, man, I, I have very little interest in telling any jokes around the pandemic unless they're super interesting and not pandemic related. Yeah, I that's how I feel. I've been trying to write like what did people think or care about before the pandemic? <laughs> like and the election. Like Yeah, and election. And like I not to brag, this is gonna come off really braggy, but I was like, people always talk about like their spouses or their significant others, but Dan has been doing too good these past couple of months, and I have no jokes about him. Right, but I think that's a good opportunity for you to write jokes about yourself. I was going to say, which means it's me. (laughs) (laughs) I'm bringing us down. (laughs) Yeah, you're right. I need to look inward more. Yeah, I just remember at the beginning of the pandemic with like stand up Zoom shows. Yeah. Everyone was telling a lot of things like, well, like, well, like now I have no excuse to cancel plans and stuff. Like I was just like, yeah, we all, we're all in the same boat. Like yes. we're all sharing an experience. Like what are you bringing to the table that is new? Yeah. Thinking about. Yeah. Give us something else. Yeah. 
Oh, I got a bunch of, <laughs> I got a bunch of topics I want to dive into stand-up wise, but yeah. my process before I used to do more writing and I think I should try to go back to that, but I don't know. I feel like I have to work the stand-up muscle to even get the stand-up writing muscle back in play. So we'll see what happens. I kind of agree with that. I um, I don't know. I really do rely on the audience telling me like what's funny. So like I'll write myself out of my jokes sometimes if I'm forced to sit with them for too long. If yeah. that makes sense. Like if I if I don't have the avenue to try it, I'll just like keep going and going and going until it's not funny anymore. So yeah, especially because, like, the process of creating a joke is, like, you need to tell it and be like, well, everybody's real interested in this one part. Like, maybe I need to dig in there. Like, joke writing is an iterative process for the most mm-hmm. part. Mm-hmm. So you got to, like, put a draft up, see how it goes, retool it. Like, yeah, it's the whole thing. Yeah, I've been reaching, like, some goals when I, like, re reset myself, but not many. Yeah. So are you a big goal setter? Oh yeah. Well, we, I think we both are. We, last year we sat down and we had this great meeting. I was so jazzed cause we like, just, I felt like we really like bounced off each other with what like the best goals would be. And I was sad we didn't get to do them all. Yeah. I don't even remember half of them, honestly, other than, uh, that we wanted to go to New York at least once a month. Yep. And we were doing it. We were crushing it. Surprisingly. I knew that one was to me, I felt like it was going to be the hardest one. Mm-hmm. and we were like really crushing it you went yeah. out twice in one month yeah that was fun I um which like also it's funny because like uh, some of a lot of our peers like in Philly comedy scene like they go up every weekend it's not a big deal but mm-hmm. I don't know not yeah. to like I mean not to say they don't but like I work when I say I work like I work in King of Prussia so it's like and I, yeah I'm farther out too of the city so it's just extra it's extra stuff it's extra steps but either way I'm excited to go back by the time this airs I have a little workshop I'm gonna try about oh, goal yeah. setting for 2021 yeah. so we'll see how that goes I think my plan is to make it free um as a recording so check the show notes or look on our Instagram because if we, if it goes okay and it's recorded, um, it'll just be free. You can just check it out. But I want to talk about before we get into the story for today, if you have any like plans or like resolutions for 2021 that you want to share. Yeah, definitely. I am. I only have two so far and, um, that's just to like, first of all, I want to create more Mm-hmm. I have a hard time with like consistency. So it's not, and I say it like that because I'm not trying to say like be funnier or make more funny stuff. I just want to like work on something, at least one thing every single day, mm-hmm. um, no matter what that is. And then the second one is like, it goes with it, which is just be easier on myself. Mm-hmm. So like sometimes now when I'm creating, I'm not even like having a good time at all because I'm being so hard on myself as I'm creating the thing. Mm-hmm. So like, that's the goal is just like make more, but be easier on myself about it. Cause it's not that big a deal. <laughs> like know? find some, like reconnect to like the feeling of joy or whatever in that. Yeah. Is that kind of what I'm yeah. Hearing? It's, it's because like you get to a level in comedy and you start putting yourself where you have these expectations for yourself. No one else has these expectations for you. 
no one else is like trying to pre- pressure you this way into like writing this many articles or getting this many pitches accepted or, you know, having this many minutes of stand up. But you want that for yourself and you start to expect that for yourself. And mm-hmm. I'm out of, for me, I feel like I'm at a point where I'm being too harsh about my writing. I'm, I'm not submitting to things because I don't like what I'm writing. And it's just like, that's bullshit. Like, I just need to be nicer to myself in general, I think. So that's, that's the goal. Nice. Yeah. Uh, I don't know if we've ever shouted it out on the podcast, but you were publishing McSweeney's around yeah, the Thanksgiving that holiday. Was, that was that like was, the one goal. That was awesome. <laughs> Thanks, it was a, a super funny piece. Like it was, Thanks. I enjoyed it. That's literally a perfect example. I saw that they, they put out a call on Twitter for Thanksgiving themed pieces. And I immediately sat down, wrote it really fast, edited it really fast, gave it to Dan. He spruced it up. He gave me some jokes. He crushed it. And then I submit, I was like, I hate this. Every step of the way, I was like, this isn't funny. It doesn't make sense. The through line isn't really that. You know what I mean? Like, I just picked sure. it. And then when I submitted it, I was like, that was garbage. Like, I just want them to reject me so I can move on with my life. But it hit a nerve. It, like, captured a feeling in a moment. And it was out there. And it was great. Like, Yeah. And, yeah, yeah that's the moral of the story, I guess, that I'm trying to say is, like you know just have like lighten up i need to lighten up and i don't know if anyone else needs to lighten up but if they do take it for me it's just fun to be silly and just try to be silly again yeah yeah, <laughs> yeah. Right? what about you i have a lot of like content creation goals for 2021 but i haven't like sorted them all out in my mind so separate from that i i have six lizard tanks that i need to build Six? Six to build? Yeah. Wait. Six of, so six of my lizards are getting huge upgrades into much bigger enclosures Whoa. with more plants. Yeah, I'm going big for them. That's so they cool. They deserve it. So uh, it's going to be a long process throughout the year, but basically if I do like one tank every other month or if I like batch them, like, you know, it'll it'll work itself out. I'm excited. The tanks, if you can believe this, uh, they are as tall as like you and I are as close in height, I think. So like if it goes up to like your hip or your waist. Whoa. That's how tall they are from the floor. That's like and what, then four feet, three or four feet? Yeah. They're uh they're three feet tall. Three feet. And then um they're two feet wide and they're wow. one and a half foot deep. So and they're gonna be full of are you gonna plants put and put them in your office? Not this office, but in my other office, I have these like rack sh- like industrial rack shelves. And so I'm just going to like reorganize them. I love that goal. Yeah. I'm really excited about it. I mean, that's like my hobby when I'm not doing comedy, like is being a lizard mom. So yeah, you're going to put their cribs. They're going to be stylish and happy. That's so nice. Speaking of that, I actually, uh, by the time this comes out, it'll be up. I mean, there's already stuff up there now, but it's not, I'm not sharing it currently, but I have that Instagram account, variegated reticulated where I do plant, pet lizard stuff some witchy shit and uh i have an old school blog by the same name that i've been writing just as like an outlet and yeah so that'll that's like a thing that just i want to keep up with that as like a a creative outlet that's not putting pressure on me to be like comedy based that's awesome. I love that. That's I, I feel like that's a good thing. I think this year has taught us like we are all like so focused on comedy that when it ended, we were all like, what Who is life? I? Yeah. What do we do now? <laughs> yeah, for yeah. sure. Do you still have people asking you like 
house comedy because I do. And every time I'm just like, uh, <laughs> bad. Sometimes I think a lot. <laughs> um, I think at the beginning of the pandemic, people were asking me and I was pretty forthright. Like I did one and a half Zoom open mics or like something. I did a very small number of Zoom shows with again and I was just like, this is not for me. I do not want this. Right. So I've been pretty like open about taking a break from uh-huh. things. So yeah, I'm excited to see what the next part is. But I I do look forward after like the winter season getting back to some outdoor shows and yeah. Yeah. Getting that sweet, sweet vaccine at the end of the list. Yes. I'm low on the rung, but I'm definitely getting it. So Yeah, definitely. I am on board for all of that. I can't wait to just do stand up again and like be like and just bomb. <laughs> I didn't want to say it because I felt like I was jinxing myself, but I'm just gonna say it and just like we all bomb silence, just sitting there in silence and being like, This is what I longed for for a whole I year. I welcome that. Yeah, me too. Something. I also just welcome, I haven't been somebody who's gone inside to drink at a bar. Oh. Uh, I cannot wait to drink in the back of a bar at an open mic yes. and hug like comedians that I have no relationship with. Yeah. <laughs> it's always cordial to see them. I'm ready. I'm ready yes, for it. I'm ready for all of it. 2021. It's going to be a big year. Yeah, I'm ready to move forward. And speaking of moving forward, I feel like we should segue into our story for today. Hey, George, isn't isn't this year great? Isn't 2020 fantastic? Dan, are you kidding me? I mean, this year sucks. I've been inside the entire time. But how often do you get two new sports team names? We got Kraken and football team. I do like football team. If only there was a show where you could rank these new names. I know just the show. There's a show. I host it with my friend Dave Primiano. It's called The Rank Bank. Dan, that's awfully relevant to this completely natural conversation. <laughs> of course it is. It's almost like I shoehorned it in here because it's all I want to talk about anymore. When do episodes drop, Dan? You can hear part one and part two of every league on Monday and part two will come out on Tuesday. You don't even have to wait. Wow. Two days, two separate episodes of the show. How can you give that much content? It's exhausting. Go listen to the Rank Bank. (laughs) You know, we're about to hit New Year's. It's a time where we think about time, right? And what better story to discuss than time travel? Yeah, let's do it. I am obsessed with time glitches, time travelers, with proof of time travel i'm like super that is like a niche that of paranormal stuff that just i love that stuff so yeah i want to talk about a time traveler that if you are like me this will be a very familiar story for you but i i thought this would be a good topic to to bring to the table so many of us have heard of alexander smith but if you haven't Alexander Smith is a man who claims to have time traveled to the year 2118, which is like 98 years from now in the future. So like a century into the future. But the thing that's so interesting about him traveling into the year 2118 is that he did this in the 80s. In the (laughs) 1980s, he traveled. Wild. Yeah, like 140 years into the future or whatever. So, okay. One of the interesting things is he um, 
He went on a very credible source, Apex TV, on, which is a YouTube channel. Totally legit. Um, to talk about his experience. And he basically shares like the big thing he's known for. You've probably seen it if you've watched like paranormal countdown channels or things like that. He is the guy who's completely bald. He looks like a man in black. He's uh, scary. I don't <laughs> like his look. He definitely looks like he's weathered by time. Yeah. And time travel as well. Yes. <laughs> but he is wearing like the full like white shirt, black tie, khaki trench coat. He looks like one of those men in black from the government or from time travel stories that you hear. And he reaches into his trench coat in the video and he pulls out a pretty blurry photograph that he claims is a city in the future that he took while he was time traveling. And one of the things he says is the reason it's so blurry is because it became misshapen when it like came back. I'm like, did you what? get this picture? De- I have questions. Like, did you get this picture developed in the future? Yeah. Because you didn't. Like, you had to bring this camera back. What you are brought a pic- camera there. What yeah, other pictures are on this camera? Like, yeah. this photograph, like, is it like, did you take it from somewhere? Like, what? what is this? So if you look at the photo online, we'll have it on our Instagram page. He says time travel can distort pictures. Okay. Okay. <laughs> but he claims sure. that the CIA paid him a bunch of money to time travel into the future. One of the things that he is cited for that's interesting is there's been a bunch of people who claim that they've time traveled. He is in our current time, right? So right. he talks about like, you know, he talks to Apex TV and they ask him like, well, why don't you use the information you've gathered from time travel to win the lottery or do something with it to better yourself? And he basically says like, well, I can't because the CIA told me not to, it would create a paradox. Like if he decided to make billions from winning the lottery, but I'm like, yo man, you would just make like $200,000 and that would be okay. (laughs) (laughs) It's not that big of a deal, honestly. Um, he comes back with, uh, from this time travel experience, you know, and he talks about like how there's all these threats to the human race, okay. but all these are things that we know now, like, cause he was interviewed only a couple years ago for Apex TV. I mean, they're a YouTube channel, so it hasn't been that long. Right. But he, uh, say that you know we need to be concerned about global warming obviously yeah Yeah, of course he's like the rising seas yeah that's still part of global warming that's the big threat he also claims that uh we know of aliens by the mid 21st century um will have received confirmation that intelligent alien life exists wow yeah so um he also says that um, one of the things he saw in his time travels was a statue of a person named Jamie Oliver Beck, who was president at some point and became uh, assassinated. And I'm like, the fact that you told us his name is going to make it probably harder for us to get him. You know what I mean? Like, we'll change history. Yeah, you're yeah, changing like, history. Great job, guy. Thank you. Yeah. But at the same time, it is really interesting. Like, you know, there's a big part of me that's like really intrigued. And I wouldn't be surprised to find out that we had somehow managed to like crack the code into some kind of time travel in the eighties. What I am surprised about is that the CIA hasn't just like put this guy down. Is the nice way to say it for speaking out. Like he yeah. did two interviews on Apex TV. Like 
if this was real after the first interview, he would have been silenced. I just feel like I'm looking at him and I'm looking at these photos and maybe it's just bad because they're screen caps of YouTube, but it literally looks like he's wearing a mask. And if really? you t- if you told me, yeah, I think it looks like he's wearing a mask. He looks like my pop up is what he looks like. His face looks I don't know. Maybe it's just like really blurry on my screen, but like. I think he's an alien. (laughs) He's an alien and he's trying to get some knowledge out. And that's why the FBI is not killing him because they're like, we can't kill this dumb motherfucker because he's an alien. Because this is part of disclosure. Yeah, because because, you know, you don't you can kill off your own kind pretty quickly and obviously not get in trouble for it. But like, I feel like you get into some hot water if you start killing off like other like like alien species and stuff. Um, but you were talking about, I don't know if you're going to branch into this later, but like, it does feel like we're on some weird precipice of like people just being like, yeah, aliens are real, whatever. Yeah. So like, we definitely are hearing more about it. Like the, what was it? The Pentagon had that footage that was released like last year. Yeah. Yeah. Confirming UFOs. Yeah. And UFOs in the sense, like they're unidentified, right? Like we just don't know what they are. Like that's not technology we should have. Right. But then also a couple weeks ago, we had the whole thing with the former Israeli general who said that aliens exist and that we're like not ready to deal with it, but that everyone kind of knows. That story has been all over paranormal news. It's wild because people are trying to figure out whether it's there's anything to it because like he was basically on his deathbed when he like admitted to it or something. So like it's like was it just like a crazy guy dying or like is he just like fuck it I'm on my way out I'm just gonna reveal the truth. And he's a former general so he has the credentials that make you feel like okay well if anybody had the intel like this guy might have the intel. And basically he said that like they're here, but they're like, they're waiting for the right time to reveal themselves to the rest of humanity. We can't even handle like the results of an election. Like we can't even handle <laughs> basic yeah, we're not ready. and processes. We'll never be ready. So yeah. Yeah. I mean, I'm ready, but I don't know if we're ready. <laughs> I don't know what I would do if like tomorrow a person walked out of their government office and was just like, yo, aliens are real. Here's one. And he like unmasks one. And they're just like, what's up? Like Scooby-Doo. Yeah. Like, like in a Truman mask, it's like, oh, we shouldn't knew. But like, I, I don't know if I'd be cool. Like, I want to know. But at the same time, I'd be like, well, we are no longer the apex predator. Is that what I'm hearing? I'm not liking that. <laughs> not what I want to hear. I feel like... I feel like the crisis to people's like spirituality would be a big issue. Oh yeah. So that's like the thing where it's like people having mass hysteria. I can see that happening. Mm -hmm. And really, I mean, we've seen in the pandemic, like just a basic interruption to our food supply chain, like all that stuff. Like that's the stuff where I'm like, okay, like, I can handle it, but are we going to be inconvenienced because now nobody can go to work? Like, yeah, you know, yeah. that kind of stuff where it's kind of right. like, okay, well, I can't just go grocery shopping. Like, I'm good if aliens exist and I can still just continue my life as is. Like, that's just new information that I can Agreed. deal with. But I do think that it would create toilet paper panic, like all kinds of stuff, right? <laughs> right. Yeah. Yeah, it would be weird to see, like, what the thing is. Like, you know how you said toilet paper panic? Like, mm-hmm. what is the thing you get to prepare? It would be guns. 
people would be buying guns like there's no tomorrow if we found out aliens were real. Yeah, we just had some social justice protests and everyone suddenly needs a gun. Yeah. I was like talking to um, a comic recently and he said something really funny about how like he'll, he he's big into like fishing. You know who I'm talking about. We all know who you're talking about. <laughs> yeah. yeah, go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. Shmandy Schmain. He was basically like, he doesn't keep a gun in the house. He doesn't really hunt. He does like crossbow hunting because he's a real man. He doesn't keep a gun. And most of his friends who do said there was one point time or another where they have come home late or they forgot their keys and they open the door and their wife is just pointing a gun at them because they were scared because they were like, who is this intruder coming into my house? Because like either they came home late or they... You can't see my face, but my face is shook. But also not shook, but also shook. I, and no, well, it blew my mind because I was like, I've never wanted a gun in my house. I have. There's no need, <laughs> like... I'm a runner, not a fighter. Like, <laughs> like, I will run and hide. I mean, I guess if I had to, I'd figure something out. But I don't need a gun because they'd get it. They'd kill me and be done. But um, <laughs> I never thought about the fact that it's so true because I listen to all those serial killer podcasts. This is a weird tangent. Sorry, Alyssa. I completely usurped. No, you. I'm for it. I'm for it. But I would totally... I can't have a gun ever because I would totally, out of trying to protect myself in all genuine earnestness, shoot somebody whether it be dan whether it be a neighbor the murderer and they'd all be like she was so nice there was no fighting it's not like we ever fought i would be like yeah i just thought you were a serial killer that just snapped (laughs) one day so i i don't know guns freak me out and that's why because i don't think anyone has any malicious intent i don't think they go into they wake up every day and they're like i'm gonna shoot someone i think it's like you have it so you use it and then you're like oh i wish i didn't have it and that's my like stance. find something to equate it to, right? Like, I don't know. I don't have like emergency booze or anything like that. I'm trying to think of what the equivalent would be where it's like, if you have it, you're more inclined to use it. Yeah. I think because- booze is a perfect example. Like you, <laughs> you buy it because you're like, uh, why not just like have this rum chata in the house and then you're drinking it like every night because you're like, <laughs> I mean, it just sets the bar a little lower, like the access bar a little lower. Yeah. For me, I feel like I would actually feel okay if we did decide to do it. My my whole thing is like, I want to take a class. Like I want to practice shooting before I like buy a gun. I want to research all the options. Like it's a whole process for me. But then also like I need to buy a gun safe. Because I feel like for me, my point would be like, I am not so much afraid of needing a gun to defend myself against an intruder so much as I feel like I need a gun. So when the apocalypse happens, Uh, I can like make my way through the streets. Like those are the types of things that I feel like, I don't know. That's like my rationale point. And I'm just like, I don't need to feed my fear of, (laughs) of like zombie apocalypse or any of that stuff. Yeah. 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 During the Mayan, like during when everyone thought the Mayan calendar was about to change over, I like had put a go bag together. Oh, <laughs> I was like, well, I was also like, for you. 22? Oh, I 21, were, 22? Yeah, I didn't think. Okay. Yeah. I thought you I were remember the house I was living in because I can like see it in my mind where it was because I like saved a pair of boots and a bag I didn't like, but I was like, well, if I have to like go, these are the most like functional ones. Like, right. That's so funny. So that's the kind of anxiety. Like I, I'm like, you know, I'm like, 
<laughs> I'm three Apex TV videos away from. I'm such a like, uh, like, I don't want to like, I would just go home. My game plan for if anything ever happened would just go home. That's also my game plan is to go to your parents. House. Yeah, because it's like it's sort of secluded. It's not super secluded, but they have like a gun safe. They have guns. You're a water source. Yeah, there's a water source and there's enough of us that my mom gardens. My mom's a master gardener and my brother is a maintenance guy. So like they're just they're they're nifty. I'm not nifty. They got the nifty genes. I'm not. But, you know, your house is protected by ghosts. My like sister, everything. My sister's a doctor. <laughs> I have like a my family is just a, uh, an apocalypse team. And I'm the one that would be killed first in that survival scenario. <laughs> Or you're the one who like somehow like <laughs> rises to the occasion and is like the leader. A doctor, a gardener, a maintenance man, and a comedian. Who do you kill first? <laughs> Pretty sure that you wrote the movie script, so I think that you wrote yourself into the hero position. Yeah, yeah. All of a sudden I know karate. That'd be <laughs> I love that for you. Thanks. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. That was a weird tangent, but just thinking about aliens and, you know, that's the other thing is like aliens probably aren't even scared of guns. They probably don't even do anything to them. No, they can just, they can just go into your mind and take yeah. it over. Like, yeah, yeah. Well, they probably won't admit they're around in our lifetime, but who knows? No. It seems like it's getting close. Seems like I'm ready. Yeah, you are ready. Good for I you. I am ready. I'm very ready. And then that time travel guy will be so vindicated. I mean, I hope so, because right now he's just a man with a weird story. Is he still alive? Do we know? It was pretty recently that that happened, so I don't know. I don't know if you can, like, follow him on Twitter or anything. If you can, we'll put it in the show notes. Yeah. His name is, like, pretty common, so... Do you think we could get him on the podcast? <laughs> I would be so overwhelmed if you if like we actually booked him. I don't know what I would do. <laughs> what if we booked him and he just wanted to tell us a ghost story from his childhood? Oh my God. I would respect That would be our him. fucking luck. Yeah, I would respect him so much for that. I'd be like, you played you played us. Yeah. We deserve that. Yeah, I also forgot to mention this other part. He also mentions that World War III breaks out between the U.S. and North Korea at some point. And I was like, okay, you literally could have pulled that out of the newspaper when you did this video, but whatever. But he says that it leads to um, a point where we all, like, because of it, we all, like, connect to a greater human connection and that we're, like, better off for it. So I guess that's something. That's interesting. That's scary. I'd rather us not that but same to be honest being korean i don't look forward to the camps so (laughs) (laughs) americans will inevitably put me in oh my god oh my god yeah be all over again so on that note (laughs) i have like a really embarrassing i've been getting into k-dramas and i want to go to korea and really what kind of k-dramas are you watching uh i'm watching one i downloaded this like app that has k-dramas what is it called viki do you have mm-hmm. it no um and there's one called Did K- I? no no i mean it's if you like 
insane soap opera type show. <laughs> it's like so weird. I can't even describe it. I love it so much. Um, there's just, you know, fun drama, crazy state, like low, but high stakes, you know, low stakes, but everyone's acting like they're high. Anyway, I was, I read a webtoon first. It's called true beauty. And then they made it a, a show and that's what put me onto the K drama. And I'm just like, it's just so fun and weird and crazy. And now I want to go to South Korea so bad because it looks so fun. Nice. That sounds awesome. Yeah. It's embarrassing. I'm always like, Dan's like, why are you embarrassed? And I was like, I don't know. It's like very like, I don't know. I feel like I should be too much. Because it's like the romance novels of like yes. television. Yeah, yeah. exactly. <laughs> I get that. But there's like fun music and like dumb jokes and like there's like a lot of slapstick humor that I'm like, this is insane. This is just wild. Just I'll say one more thing. The um, main character girl, she's always falling like she's always falling into hot guys arms all the time. And I'm just like, girl. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, it's one of those things like I think that I might like K-dramas, but I don't even like regular TV. Like I don't have the attention span to watch like I've been trying, I've seen Parasite in the theater. It was amazing. I've been trying to watch it with Sam, but I'm just like, I don't want to read a book for two hours. Yeah. Parasite was overwhelming for me. Oh, I loved it. It was really good, but like whew, the emotions that that put I, me through. I laughed at some of the moments way harder oh, yeah. than I thought I was going to. There's so. definitely some really, really funny parts in there yeah. as well. But, yeah. Um, yeah, this is, I agree. I don't really like reading, but. Worth it, it sounds like. It's so fun. It's just, it is so worth it. Because nice. everything is so dramatic. Anyway, yes, I love it. Do you have any other recommendations Um, want to share? Uh, just, I guess, K-dramas. I didn't know I'd be recommending that. Please don't judge me, audience. I know. <laughs> I don't know what it does. It makes me very happy to see like people just like going crazy and being like dramatic I, in that way where there's no stakes. Cause so much TV is like such high stakes and it stresses me out. And Dan's like, you should be able to appreciate like the highs and lows of media, but I just want something like dumb and silly and romantic. So if that's what you're looking for too, check out K dramas. K dramas 2021. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah. What about you, Liz? I think I'm going to have to recommend, um, I, and maybe it's just because I'm looking at them, I think I'm going to recommend houseplants in 2021. Ooh. More houseplants. Love it. Yeah. I You can't see audience, but I am in my, I record in my office, which is the room that has all of my plants in it. Mm-hmm. And I feel like um, making a connection to nature is like, I don't know. It's something I want to do more of in 2021. I love that. That's such a good idea. Yeah. And so with that in mind, I think that um, I can recommend it's not really like a TV show, but I do love plant tube, which is people who are into houseplants and their YouTube channels. Um, There's a bunch of really good people who make content around houseplants. But I know that Summer Rain Oaks, who's known for Homestead Brooklyn and Plant One on Me, she has some new episodes that have recently come out in December. And Mm -hmm. yeah, they're definitely worth checking out. I think that it's one of those things, especially as we go to, I mean, we're in the dark half of the year in terms of, you know, the days are 
just so short and the night is so long that, you know, having some greenery in your life can definitely brighten things up. Yeah, definitely. I couldn't agree more. The few plants I have, like, it does bring me joy to, like, take care of them and try to keep them alive. (laughs) (laughs) But it is nice to have them. It does feel a little bit better. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I definitely recommend checking that out. So we just want to say too, it's the end of 2020. It's been, we know it's been a long year for everybody. Uh, it's been a long year for us, but 2021 mm-hmm. is looking a little brighter. We're excited for it. And we hope that you all have a happy new year. However, yeah, you're celebrating. Happy new year. Yeah. Keep it social distance is my opinion, but <laughs> You know, I'm ready. Like, there's good things on the horizon. We have some exciting things for 2021 for the podcast. Yeah, so excited. And we're just pumped. So happy new year. Yeah. And thank you guys so much for listening. When you guys like comment on stuff and talk about how crazy something was like, ugh brings me so much joy so thanks for being that for me you're my own little (laughs) k-drama yeah we uh, live for the comments we do so thank you all so much for such a good year and hopefully you stick with us for next year yeah meg where can everybody find you on the internet yeah you can catch me on twitter or instagram my handle is the same it's meg gets money uh gets spelled g-o-e-t-z yeah Make sure you tweet at Meg to talk about your favorite K-drama. <laughs> yeah, give me some recommendations if you have the that app, that Vicky app or whatever. Yeah. For me, I'm at Alyssa Truss on Twitter and Instagram. And then if you want to see my houseplants and the weird vivariums I make for my lizards with plants inside them, you can check me out at Variegated Reticulated. Yeah, Instagram. definitely check that out. It's worth it. Yeah. Sweet. Well, Happy New Year, Meg. Happy New Year. Find us at the places you get podcasts and subscribe. Visit our website at realchillspodcast.com. Follow us on Instagram at realchillspodcast. Do you know someone who should be on Real Chills? Is that person you? Go to realchillspodcast.com slash submit and tell us more. Special thanks to Valerie Jamea-Bermichain. Artwork by Libby Rindell. Music by Sam Williamson. Real Chills Podcast is produced by Meg Getz and Alyssa Truskowski. This has been a presentation of the Wasted Robot Network. For more information on this and other podcasts, visit us on Facebook and Instagram at Wasted Robot Records.